0: welcome to the Conscious Thinking podcast from the Conscious Advertising Network. This is the first pilot edition introducing a future series of thought-provoking sessions. My name is Sunu Singh, Consulting Editor of The Drum, and today I would like to introduce you to the founders of CAN, Harriet Kingaby and Jake Dubbins, and discover more about the network, when and why they set it up, and its growing importance and relevance for today. We're also going to be sharing some of the key topics of the podcast series that we'll cover between now and the end of the year. Hello, Harriet and Jake. How are you both? Great, thank you, Sunice.
1: Yeah, very good.
0: Well, great to be here, Jake. Now, can you first of all tell us a bit about the Conscious Advertising Network? What was it that motivated you to start it? And why does it continue to be so very important to you and Harriet today?
1: Oh, so what motivated me to start it is actually in uh, 2017, uh, I was living in East London. I loved living in East London. I was uh, a very sort of. I'm a relentless optimist, and I was sort of in a naive space of thinking that East London was a wonderful place to live. And my my neighbour, who lived opposite me, uh, then got very badly beaten up uh, in a local pub, um, and along with the landlord, by a racist gang, and threatened. You know if, that if they ever saw him there again, they'd do worse. Uh, and he was is the reason for that was that was because he was Turkish. Um, so I started looking into how I might work or volunteer to sort of confront hate and, and sort of that sort of racism. Um, and then I went, uh, went and met Harriet at a conference that she was running called, which was, um, about ethics and AI, uh, and the lack of ethics in, in AI. Um, and, we got together, we chatted a lot about um, ethics or lack of ethics in the sort of advertising space in which we worked uh, uh, and, and the sort of creeping, um, you know, the, the, it's massive influence uh, in, 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 in our sort of information and, and at the narratives with which we live. And so, uh, and that, that's what sort of started the Conscious Advertising Network. Um, and I think since then, you know, three years later, um, we are seeing the march of nationalism, the march of racism, you know, anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, disinformation, 5G conspiracy theories about um, uh, about coronavirus, climate misinformation. And, you know, we feel passionately and strongly that it has never been more relevant and we are at a time uh, of inflection and uh, now is the time we together need to stand up uh, and confront these things
0: well indeed an amazing uh, story that prompted you to set this up with with Harriet um, and you've also obviously stated you know all the things um, uh, and the issues that we are having to deal with at the moment Harriet can I ask because obviously the um, uh, like with any organization you need some kind of focus so what you Two ended up was creating these key manifestos for the areas causing you and indeed the industry most concerned. Can you share those with us?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So we've got six manifestos which were written by experts already doing something within the within the industry, um, and they cover everything from ad fraud, um, diversity and inclusion, informed consent. Um, hate speech and misinformation and also children's well-being. Um, and we, at the time, we very much felt that conversations about um, issues in advertising focused on brand safety um, and focused on things like fraud and viewability. The issues that we were seeing were actually much broader than that. And the, the communities that these things were impacting were huge. So, for example, advertising um, has a, a is funding a large amounts of hate speech and fake news completely inadvertently. But that's having massive impacts on communities, from travellers right through to um, your kind of religious groups. And we just felt that the, we needed to broad, broaden the conversation really, you know, hugely, take it away from just being about brand safety to actually being about human safety, and also to Create, start to create more holistic discussions because only with more holistic discussions, when you've got um, affected communities at the table, can you start to create, you know, kind of better solutions. So those manifestos were were created by people like um, uh, you know, Creative Equals for Diversity and Inclusion. There was a conglomerate of hate anti hate um, charities that worked on the hate speech manifesto, um, and we pulled in all sorts of uh, we pulled in all sorts of um, initiatives that were already happening so the idea is very much with our manifestos that then we're not reinventing the wheel there's lots of diversity initiatives going on we wanted to signpost to the ones that are really really effective um for example and where there was a gap where there was a gap in understanding between the 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 industry the industry or where um, other institutions had created solutions that we felt were really strong, and we'd also signpost to those. So, for example, um, we, we signpost to the work that the UN has done around what, uh, defining hate speech, and also um, how you know the guidance around how you eradicate hate speech, but also maintain free speech, um, because that's very very important as well. So. Um, you know, essentially there are kind of six six roadmaps um, that organisations could t- can take and, and, and embed within their, their procurement process to change the default, to change the way that advertising is bought and sold.
0: So what I'm curious about, Jake, is especially because of the unique times that we're living in, I just wonder, since 2017... Uh, between 2017 and now how easy or indeed how challenging has it been for you to go to agencies um, advertisers to sign up to Can? because especially with something like Black Lives Matter there has been this sharp focus on both ethics and purpose do you think people are talking more and acting less especially you know, when we are hearing stories about how budgets are being slashed you've got the likes of O2 and Accenture having signed up to Can already have you got more or is it is is it much more frustrating than it was when you first started
1: i I think it's less frustrating than it was i I, to harriet's point you know back in 2017 um uh, people were mainly talking about the more commercial aspects of, of advertising fraud um you know that question of well what does that fraud actually where does it go and what does it pay for you know uh it wasn't being asked but um I think that with the societal issues that we have now with with Black Lives Matter with you know COVID and the the sort of as as Lord Putnam put it in the report from the House of Lords uh, a pandemic of misinformation you know that that conversation about advertising responsibility now has been mainstreamed you know when we were at you know marketing conferences a couple of years ago you know the conversation wasn't about you know hate speech and fake news well it, it is now you know the advertising associations conference the lead conference this year they talked much more about responsible advertising and and, and at the isbar conference it, it, exactly the same um, so i think that you know we were a group of people back then nobody really knew who we who we were but you know we've really tried to bring together big brands agencies and civil society to try and answer these questions for for, for the long term. And and that has meant that big agencies, big brands, you know, we had, you know, one of the biggest banks in the world talking to us recently, we've had all six of the big network agencies now, you know, uh, engaging with us properly, and not just finding out, but looking at the manifestos, implementing them. And the point of Joining CAN is it's not a badging exercise. It's not just a kind of, okay. well, let's just join another industry initiative. You know, people have to go through a process to look at the manifestos, look at their working practices, look at the processes that they've got. um, And then, you know, once they've done that, then publicly say that, yes, we are part of CAN. And that's what O2 did really well. They did it properly. They did it seriously. They took their time, they, they... they sort of socialised it within their business throughout their business, from CMO to now CEO to um, you know CSR and, and marketing and so on. So so it, it means that it's culturally embedded within the within their business as opposed to just within one department doing one thing.
0: Indeed, very quickly, Harry, do you actually agree with what Jake has said in terms of action uh, is more possible now than it was before?
2: Yes I I do I think that actually organisations have started we we you know with the news agenda over the last 6 months arguably the last 4 years um, Organisations, I think, are really starting to think about
0: almost being forced to.
2: Yes, absolutely. You know, kind of when, when, every every time you turn on the news, we have a, we have uh, kind of another another story that's coming out, and you know, some form of our digital information environment is is implicated in that. Then it becomes really really important for everyone within that, you know, kind of information environment to be to be looking at these issues really really carefully. Um, you know, we saw around. Um, you know, we 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 know that millions of millions of dollars of ad money are going to, to to funding some of the misinformation that drives some of this civil unrest. We know that, that you know, kind of brands are appearing in places that they really didn't, never wish to appear. Um, and all of that is breaking down barriers, I think, to adoption of of, of initiatives like, like the Conscious Advertising Network. And that's, you know, in, obviously, I, I wish that it would happen differently. I don't think it should take deaths for people to look be looking, considering where their media spend is going. But what I think is super encouraging is that the organisations we've seen and, you know, only... A portion of our members are public we still have you know we are still talking to a lot of organizations in the background who you know kind of either for one way or another want to wait to a certain stage to go public with with their membership or who are working up you know, working up to, to doing it in another way you know what's really encouraging is the people that we see are coming to us with not just the marketing team involved often um, you know they are they've either kind of Set up some form of cross, uh, kind of cross departmental working group. Um, You know, other organisations are using kind of champions or ambassador type schemes within their organisation to kind of ensure that they're changing things from a, a, you know, kind of grassroots level upwards. So, I totally agree with Jake. I think unfortunately it's it's the news agenda. I think that has driven some of it. But I think the result of that is really encouraging. Um, And I think you know, in terms of budgets being cut, this. I, you know, I still think that, uh, you know, kind of diverse, t- diverse teams create better work, which will make you more resilient and creative in the longer term, considering your media spend um, and where what, what that's funding is, is going to keep your brand resilient. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, kind of organisations are are thinking, thinking longer term and thinking about these issues um, more deeply.
0: Now that we've heard the story of how it came about and also obviously your intentions and purpose for uh, Conscious Advertising Network, can you tell us about the specific topics you'll be covering in the Conscious Thinking podcast series?
1: So the first one that we're going to be talking about is um, brand neutrality um, and you know, why creativity and why advertising has consequences. I think you know, one of the things that Harriet and I have talked a lot about is is advertising and brands don't live in a vacuum. Um, and you know, the the the, the sort of um, you know biggest brands now are beginning to 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 make statements and interventions into in, into society. Um, the the second one is making the ad industry more sustainable. Uh, obviously, the Advertising Association has its you know uh, working groups on climate. We've got COP twenty six in November next year. Uh, in Glasgow, um, you know the update of the Paris Climate Agreement and the Great Reset has just been launched by the Purpose Disruptors, uh, challenging the industry uh, to to creatively solve the climate uh, or or contribute to climate the, the climate emergency. Um, we're talking about inadvertent funding, so funding hate speech, disinformation, and that's now very broad. You know, funding you know hate speech, for example. Uh, in, in as far afield as India, we're talking to groups in India, we're talking to groups in Australia, we're talking to groups in the US. Um, again, back to climate, to climate change denial and, and lies and misinformation of which is becoming uh, a pandemic in itself. Uh, and then we've got also talking about uh, block listing and how we can fund a diverse and pluralistic media and protect quality journalism that is also because of lazy block lists is being funding is being cut off because uh content verification systems and advertisers are just saying oh it's too difficult let's just block coronavirus george floyd and black lives matter because it's all too difficult and that clearly then defunds quality journalism so that's a kind of whistle stop tour through some of them we can go into them in more depth though
0: <laughs> and and you've got one because you've got this is a six part series you've got one for christmas as well haven't you harriet
2: we do so we're going to be uh, doing a bit of a round up on what presumably will continue to be an exciting news agenda but
0: also some of the the stuff that was been covered in in the in the five podcasts previously brilliant so thank you both of you for having me thank you both of you for actually talking through the conscious advertising network also a huge thank you to our hosts the factory originals podcast lounge who hosted us today and also the nerve music library as well thank you all and thanks listeners and keep on watching bye bye